one. All right, uh, welcome to our first podcast. Uh, don't quite have a name yet, but that's okay. We'll get that straightened out. Um, so uh, today is just going to be football focused, um, but we are an all sports podcast. Um, first topic, um, thoughts on Carson Wentz to the Colts and why did they not rebuild around their solid defense? I guess if anyone's, uh, if anyone wants to start this off, I guess I can. Uh, I don't like this move at all. You look at all the QBs that are available in the draft this year. Todd McShay has about five QBs that he thinks are first round talent and Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Um, oh, my bad. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lawrence, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones, all top five, or all first-round QBs, according to Todd McShay. And then you have a lot of talented veterans, like Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Teddy Bridgewater, and even some younger quarterbacks that would be available, like Sam Darnold. I, I, I agree. I don't, I don't like the move. I think looking at the Saints defense here, I mean, you got DeForest Buckner, Grover Stewart, just absolutely – tank in the in the like in the trenches those guys are insane got good defensive ends if they can solidify their secondary this Saints defense is one to contend with I mean it's led by Xavier Rhodes who's struggled last few years had a pretty good year last year but I think adding Carson Wentz was a mistake I think he he may have passed his time and like he did all right in Philly but he got beat up by a rookie who showed that he was just significantly better so I don't. I don't like the move to get Carson Wentz there, especially with with needs at wide receiver. I mean, you got Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, both great running backs. You can really rebuild around them. I mean, you got a great offensive line, like like led by Quentin Nelson. Just stick with the run game for now and just kind of rebuild and just find that quarterback or draft one and kind of work him with through the coaching staff. I think. I think like the. Oh. I'm, I might be the oddball out here, but uh, I like this move. Um, I think um, I read an article. He's got 25.4 mil guaranteed in 2021, 15 mil in 2022 if he plays bad, and then they can opt out if he plays bad. So they don't have to pay him if he's still playing bad by 2022. He's got his old coach, Frank Reich, in Indianapolis, which who, who he was playing for when he made that great run um, in Philly when the year that Philly won the Super Bowl. I think people forget a lot about um, Carson Wentz was the main driver to get Philly to that Super Bowl and then give Nick Foles the opportunity to beat Tom Brady in that Super Bowl. And like you guys said, Indy has an amazing defense, top five the last year. They don't need um, they don't need to like do anything with their defense. They have an amazing running back in former Wisconsin Badger, Jonathan Taylor. So I think I like this move. I, I think that Carson Wentz is going to do a lot better in Philly than, or in Indy than Philly. Currently, I think he Jacob doesn't really have a place in, in Philly. He doesn't even have a place, but so Blake and Allen, you both think that 
he should go. No, he should stay. You want him to stay behind Jalen Hurts. You just want him to chill back there without any playing time. You want that? I just no. I, I just want, I didn't want to see him on Indianapolis. Yeah, I think oh. I think Indianapolis is a great team, and like Jacob brought up the point that he's playing back under Frank Reich again. But the thing with the NFL is it's such a confidence league, and his confidence is at an all time low right now. And you have the ability to go out and get a young guy like Zach Wilson or Trey Lawrence because they're not getting Trevor Lawrence, but Zach Wilson or Trey Lawrence and put them behind that dominant NDO line. That is a rookie quarterback's dream. Even 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 if Indianapolis were to like look at passing on a quarterback in a draft and just stick with Jacoby Brissett, like help out help out the defense. Get get a secondary that's gonna shut you down. It's just gonna be a defensive game. The offense will be able to put up points. They got a great offensive line with Jonathan Taylor. I mean, you got an older TY Hilton and an inexperienced Jacoby Brissett, but with time, I feel like those guys could really click or, or just draft a wide receiver, like get some help on the outside. And like, I feel like trading for Carson Wentz or like acquiring him was not, was not a very good deal. I think Indianapolis I think, lost out big time on that one. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know. I don't think Indy gave up that much to get Carson Wentz. And I think Carson Wentz is going to get his mojo back once, um, once he, it's Indianapolis once he gets into that playing system again under Frank Reich. I think he's going to get his mojo back and he's going to be a great quarterback. And like Philly, Philadelphia is not losing really in this trade. They're getting rid of a backup quarterback who could be have potential of like he was actually playing, but they're getting a 2021 third round pick and a conditional 2022 second round pick, which I believe means like if he plays a certain amount, then they get a first round pick. Um, it can turn into a first and that could be really good for them. They could scout out and rebuild around, like get a better team coming 2022, but it's not too big of a loss. They're not taking a hit here. Both teams are kind of mutually getting stuff out of this. Speaking of quarterback, what do we think about Justin Herbert next year? Justin Jefferson was the rookie of the year. I got, I got to say that. <laughs> Justin Jefferson was the rookie of the year. I mean, I, I can't I can't complain because Justin Herbert had a great year, but Justin Jefferson was my rookie of the year. I agree. Well, he happened to be in the Vikings, and well, we are all, or I believe, we, no, we're not all Vikings supporters. I forgot about that. We got we got one Matt Stafford fan out here on the Rams. <laughs> yeah, get out here. I think some Rams guy. Yeah, we all got to agree with the yards that Jefferson pulled out and the touchdowns and everything that he came and brought to the team that he should be the rookie of the year. But I guess Justin Herbert just. Is a quarterback, so it helps that that he's just a quarterback. Yeah, I yeah. disagree severely with you guys on this one. Justin okay. Jefferson had an amazing, had it had an all time rookie year, but Justin Herbert had arguably a better. He had the highest completion percentage for a rookie. Had the highest completion amount for a rookie. I believe he had the highest amount of touchdowns for a rookie too. I mean, when he was starting that many up games, there in yardage. Christ. Yeah, he he started he started. He started almost, almost every the game. whole season. I mean, he started every game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> most rookies don't just go and get thrown into a system. So, I don't think the rookie numbers that he had to beat were, like, a super high benchmark. I think um, Justin Herbert set that benchmark. I mean, yeah, Ty- but- Taylor kind of got shafted in the first game of the season. Kind of, They just kind of threw Herbert in there and, like – his his success actually was surprising. I was I was genuinely surprised by how well he was doing, 
especially with like a struggling Chargers team. I mean, they got good offensive weapons with with Keenan Allen and like that team battled through a lot of injuries. Austin Eckler went down early. He was he was dominant. I mean, I had him on my fantasy team. Dude was dropping like 30 points a game and then he was out for like nine weeks. You I mean, you don't if you don't lose Eckler, you keep consistent with Allen. That offense is going to be really, really solid. I think and Jacob I brought up the point being solid over the next few years. I think Jacob brought up the point that not many rookies, rookie quarterbacks play a full season, but that's because stepping up to the NFL is such a big uh, undertaking that most rookie quarterbacks are nowhere near ready. And even the ones that are don't even put up that good of numbers, but Justin Herbert put up good numbers, let alone for a rookie, but for a veteran. I don't think, I don't think though that, it, Herbert was necessarily ready to get thrown in. I think it's the fact that he did get thrown in and then like he was able to learn while actually playing against those high level defenses in the NFL. That's the reason. And then he was able to adapt and learn so quickly. Like, yeah, he had a great season, but he also started so many more games. So like, I, I don't I'd know. Actually, I'd actually agree with that. I think, why he was able to do so good this year is because he had no expectations because he wasn't supposed to start. No expectations. He just got thrown into the lineup and well, he outperformed any, any expectations for him, even though there were very minimal, but he had a great season. I think that he has a lot of potential for next year coming out of the season with four wins and could keep that going next year. He definitely has potential. I think I think if the Chargers can win, that will that will just boost him even more. But like if he if the Chargers can't win, I feel like he might get frustrated under the system, and then he might just uh, I don't know he might get frustrated and start playing poorly and want to trade, kind of like a Deshaun Watson type of thing where it's a great quarterback, but if the team's not doing anything, then they're not gonna want to stay there. So, so what do we think? What do we think? So Chargers fired head coach, right? They hired a new one. They hired the Rams defensive coordinator. So younger guy like Sean McVay, they say that he has big time potential to do well, but nothing's guaranteed. How do you, I guess, like with, he's only been in the, in the NFL since 2017, this head coach has, he's, I mean, he's got some big shoes to fill. Like Herbert did his best last year, but obviously there's still room for improvement. How do we think that new defensive-minded head coach is going to work with a, a, a primarily offensive team? Um, I think just widely speaking, looking at that that McVay tree of coaching that's already forming, a lot of them are young guys that are either super offensive or super defensive. That the NFL is just seeing the success that Sean McVay came in and had, and they're just trying to replicate that in any way possible. Yeah, I I also agree with Alan. I think Sean McVay is starting a coaching tree similar to that of Bruce Arians. Um, what are some other ones? John Gruden. Uh, Bill Belichick, John Gruden. Yeah, like I think Sean McVay is an amazing coach as it is. And then he's just going to continue to breed other great coaches. And so I think that this defensive-minded coach will actually do good for the Chargers because the Chargers need that defensive mindset. 
Speaking of defense, I think you Sean McVay is on the Chargers or wait. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Jay, Jay, no, we're talking about Sean McVay's coaching tree because he's had in the last few years since he kind of blew up on the scene, he's had a lot of his assistants and underlings go on to become head coaches of NFL teams like Matt LaFer for the Packers. And you see a lot of his coordinators and uh, even just positional coaches getting uh, promotions or moving on to other teams. Yeah, so so the Jaden, what do you say? The, the Chargers' new head coach was the defensive coordinator under yeah. Sean McVay. I just heard McVay's name a lot, and I was like, what? That does, that's not, I literally looked him up, and he was just on the Rams. So I was like, what the heck? But <laughs> What the heck? No, this dude's in left field right now. <laughs> all right well since we're talking about defense let's talk about the titans i mean you already know they got derrick henry ryan Tannehill, aj brown a defense or a, a decent offensive line how do how do the titans step up and win a championship next year how do they or in the next coming years with such a dominant offensive team i think there's only one there's only one solution in my opinion that'd be their defense honestly i think i think all the gears are in place they just need to put it all together one year because you say like their defense is their weakness they still have a pretty good defense they have a pretty darn good defense i think they need to utilize their passing game more yeah because they have two they have two amazing weapons at wide receiver and aj brown and Corey davis and so if they can get their passing game going that's just gonna open up more lanes for derrick henry to be even more um dominant than he's already been so i think i'd definitely have to agree with jacob on this one because when you look at the the games that they've struggled with the most that'd be the packers and the ravens it's because those teams knew that they have the titans have an over-reliance on derrick henry which they don't even necessarily have to have because Tannehill is a pretty good quarterback and they have they have a solid receiving they have a solid receiving core to go out and catch passes from him. Yeah, I would agree. Their their receiving core is so good. Yeah, I Jake. I I definitely agree. I'm I'm looking at their roster, their defensive roster. I don't know how, I don't know how they're getting like so many points allowed. They need they need to figure out their front line. I mean, you look at their secondary. They got Kevin Byard, All Pro safety, Kenny Vaccaro, Malcolm Butler. I mean, both of those guys have won championships. They got Jadavian Clowney on the on the weak side linebacker. Why not utilize him more on the defense? Like, uh, he's a dominant guy. I think that was a great post or like offseason pick that they got last year. How do they? I don't know. Like, yeah, their their passing game needs some work though. It just needs to be utilized more. What I'm seeing right now is that uh, the Tennessee Titans are they're they're going to be looking for another offensive coordinator after like the third time in three years. I mean, yeah, in three years, and that's because their offensive coordinator seem to be being hired off by other teams. Like for example, Arthur Smith, who's the recent one, was recently hired as the head coach for Atlanta Falcons. So now they have to rebuild, or not necessarily rebuild, but find another one to lead them to another good season. Um, they've seen they've seemed to have pretty good offensive uh, seasons despite that change in um, coaching, but that's something that they really need to look at. I, I think they've definitely shown the potential too, 
to maybe not be that Super Bowl caliber team, but I mean, they made it to the championship off two years ago off the back of Derrick Henry running over every team in the playoff. That's absolutely cr- Yeah, those guys destroyed New England. Yeah. Don't you remember we were we were at Top Golf? We were at Top Golf. <laughs> yeah, we were at Top Golf, cranking them four hundred off the off the second level. Maybe not you, Blake. Maybe oh, not you. Come on now. I don't know. Yeah, I think that, that was a surprise for sure to see the Titans beat the Patriots because obviously everyone thought, oh, it's Tom Brady going to make another Super Bowl run, and then. Uh, yeah, that was the didn't happen. Paddy went and took his championship. And, yeah, and that, yeah, that yeah. kind of brought up that kind of brought up the narrative of some people of Tom Brady being washed, which I think uh, uh, we won't go in too depth, but uh, <laughs> the yeah, Super Bowl this season that might have those, been a cold yes. take. That might have been a cold take for those people to take. Since since we're talking about postseason, second half season, what is Seattle gonna do? Like these guys are getting bulldozed at the second half of every single season. They started off most dominant team in the NFL, and then just just tank. I think a lot of it has to do with coaching, really. Because if you look at like where they struggle the most offensively, at least it has to do with. It's offensive line. And a lot of former offensive linemen say that the key to not a good offensive lineman, but a good offensive line is how well it's coached. And I saw a former offensive lineman on Pat Ma- on the Pat McAfee show uh, either earlier this week or last week talking about how it's not necessarily the individual lineman's fault that Russell Wilson has bad blocking, but more of a scheme issue with how the Seahawks set up their offense where it's pretty much just let Russell work every single play. Yeah. Um, I think also some of it has to do with uh, like ego, I guess you could say the Seahawks are one of those teams that's been, that's been in the picture. Like they've been in the mix for eight years now. So I think they get, they they start off super hot, super good. They get too full of themselves. And then when they lose one game, they get extremely deflated. And then that just like starts a, a bowl or a snowball effect for um, them to just go downhill real quickly. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think you, I mean, you got DK Metcalf, arguably the most dominant like wide receiver in the league right now physically and, speaking yeah and, and yeah. you got Tyler Lockett on the other side you got a great receiving core I mean I don't really respect the move of Russell Wilson needs offensive line and then they just go and pick up a tight end like that's not that's not what Seattle needs right now I mean that defense has shown struggles they've shown serious weak points I mean they're no longer the legion of boom those guys are not the same anymore I mean, you lost Sherman, Thomas, like the, the core of that defense. So I think, I think, yeah. I think it's embedded in the defense. I think that defense needs to figure, figure some stuff out before Seattle can look at making another Super Bowl run. Oh, absolutely. And like, I think a lot of people like to blame Russell Wilson for not being able to keep up his performances from the first half of the year to the second half of the year. Like he hasn't been able to do that for the last two or three years. But if you look at how that team 
team has ran. It's it's let Russell Wilson do his magic, and he's going to get burned out after a while. He's not going to be able to do that every week in and week out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you look and, at you look at Seattle's like rich history of like Super Bowl runs over the last few years, and like Russell Wilson has led that team to the playoffs every year <laughs> since a rookie. I think mm-hmm. I think I think Pete, Pete Carroll needs to stay, but they need they need to utilize their draft picks very very effectively, and maybe try to make some moves this offseason. I mean, like it's nothing against the Rams, but like they lost to their backup quarterback in the first round of the playoffs like this year. So they, I mean, they got to figure out something. Lost they lost yeah. to an injured Jared Goff and a and a, and a terrible John Wolford. So. Yeah. And Aaron Donald also got injured too. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. True. And Seattle still couldn't manage to pull off. Yeah, Seattle just looked lifeless that entire game. Yeah, I don't. It was not yeah. good to say the least. I mean, we we talk about we talk about Seattle tanking. We could almost look at Pittsburgh doing the exact same thing last year. I think I think Pittsburgh's thing was more of an ego though. Yeah, 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 definitely. There was Juju, definitely an ego thing. Juju needs to hop off TikTok for a while, because I mean he got he got, lit up. He got lit, lit up by that Bengals safety. That was fun. Von Bell. Yeah, Von Bell is absolutely yeah. beast for that. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh's thing was more of an ego thing. I don't think anyone really like after they started going downhill. I don't think anyone really expected them to make a run in the playoffs like they were expecting after they were 11 and 0 or whatever yeah no so and and even even when they were 11 and 0 they're none of their wins were really that convincing no they they had some close wins over good teams but they they never had a good performance over a good team and they had some bad performances and just somehow won against terrible teams and like that that game against the ravens that they played like what was that? They like they're third stringers, and it was still a competitive game. And so that's when I knew, like, okay, this team isn't this team isn't that legit. Like they should be they should be like a bunch of third stringers. I mean, Trace McSorley was playing for the Ravens. Like, don't, don't, don't about Trace McSorley. He he came through. Uh, yeah, just he because pretty good. I mean, he played, totally he played good. Pick six on his first on his first attempt. <laughs> what would you do? Yeah. Hey, they shook it off though, and still took the out with pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I mean, but like the thing is, is that it was still a competitive game, even yeah. though like the Steelers had all of their fir- first stringers and the Ravens had third stringers, like. I mean, you I look know. at you look at how much Chase Claypool stepped up there. Notre Dame wide receiver. He was, I mean, dominating college, but I don't think anyone was expecting him to do that well in his first year as a pro. I mean, he, I think he was up there in the rookie of the year, like talk. So, I mean, despite the second half kind of tank, I mean, that, I mean, he did really, really well for a first year behind an aging yeah, quarterback. Yeah. So I'm, I'm impressed Definitely. with that at least. I, I, uh, I think a lot of his, next year. his issue is he spent too much time around Juju. Yeah. Started getting a little too cocky. I would, I would agree. I would agree. And if James, James Conner stays healthy, I mean, I know that man has battled through so much already, but he stays healthy. That that Steelers team is going to be really, really good around a, like a pretty and dominant defense. You're looking at the draft this year, and do you do you think maybe the Steelers take a quarterback early? 
I'm, the Steelers, I'm they, maybe just no nah, Justin Fields won't go that late. No, I oh. think just Justin Fields, according to Todd McShay, is the fourth ranked quarterback in the draft class. I, Todd McShay is a pretty good. I'm calling it right now. Person. Mac Jones to New England. Newton's, <sighs> Newton's getting out of there. Oh, I don't know. I think, I think, um, Pittsburgh could land a decent free agent or trade for a quarterback because I don't think they want to sit around and wait for to build up a quarterback. I think they want to get a good quarterback and then go. I think yeah, they're I ready think... to make a Super Bowl run, and they want to make that Super Bowl run. Imagine... I think it's dependent on oh oh go ahead like you can go okay never mind. I think it's dependent on if Big Ben retires this year because I think if he stays this year, they look at the draft and they look at the team and say, no real weaknesses. Let's go out and get a successor. But if, if he does retire, I think they definitely try to get somebody like a Derek Carr who reportedly John Gruden wants him out of uh, Las Vegas. And, you know, he 67% completion percentage last year, threw for 4,100 yards, 27 touchdowns, nine interceptions on a team that was behind. So he was throwing quite a bit. Yeah. I I, I'm, I'm I think, thinking, I'm thinking, I mean, Dallas, Dallas is looking to get rid of Dak. No, no, they're not. They're not looking to get rid of him, but they're, they're open. Imagine, imagine yeah. Dak leaves, goes to Pittsburgh behind an offense. That's not run by Ezekiel Elliott. That could, that could be, that could be really interesting to watch. That, a- that AFC North would be very shooken up by that. I think I think you're right. The AFC North would be shooken up by that, but I don't think Big Ben is retiring. I think he said that he still wants to play for at least one, if not a few more years. Well, I mean, if the dude can hop off the hub, he might be able to play a little <laughs> bit longer. Hey, you think, know what? Think... Just because he molested some kids. What? <laughs> okay. okay. Is he not? Wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. Okay. Was that not? Is he not a predator? <laughs> no, I, think, I think Ben was on the hub like 10 times a day during quarantine, though. I think that was what they were talking about. Oh, yeah, I think I think I know what Blake is talking about, but I know what Jacob's talking about. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear is that. He not, like, in a, is he not in a relationship? Like, what is he doing doing that? This was this mean. Oh my god! If we if we can keep, no, we can keep Juju and Chase Claypool away from each other, yeah, they just need to Big Ben just looks like a child predator. Oh, he's got I sexual mean, assault allegations. Okay, okay, okay. Allegations. Yeah, I mean, you definitely did. You, you yeah. definitely did from when he was a a younger younger uh, younger guy in the league. Yeah, it's very bad either way. Don't want that on your team, no. but. I got some things. Uh, did we, so we talked about how Seattle was like avoiding tanking in the second half of the season. But did you guys mention how like uh, Russell Wilson is not even the happiest person in Seattle right now? He kind of. Oh yeah, I I, I yeah. know uh, James talking about he, he's, he's not happy with much, and he's mentioned yeah. he's had the public comments that have said like he needs someone to protect protect him. Protect, oh my goodness, he needs people to protect him. Otherwise, he's people like every team in the NFL is like one third of the teams in the NFL are calling Seattle right now to get up yep. um, the asking price for him and. He's frustrated, so like, there's a lot of potential that he may not even stick around if he can't get anything. If the Seahawks, he's watching the Seahawks really closely, and if they aren't providing for him, then he may not stick around very long. There's no I, full I like, he's was... not going like full to Sean Watson. Like, he ain't going like full trade request, but he is definitely mentioning that he's not the happiest person right now. Yeah, he wants he wants to actually be blocked for and not have to work his magic every single play. 
can't blame he, him. He, he has a lot of magic to work. He, he he's, he's definitely a special guy. He can he works with it. But once you get hit enough, you're not supposed to. Like in the NFL, you can find a team that will block for you. If they yeah. if they're if they're willing to put together a solid O line that can just keep him safe and keep him throwing the ball instead of getting nailed, then I think he'll be fine. But obviously, if you're if you have your star quarterback concerned about his safety and his success as you know, on your team, he's not going to want to stick around very long. I wouldn't want to either. I don't think I don't think he wants to be put in a situation like Patrick Mahomes, where Patrick Mahomes had to run. What was it like four? Matt, Patrick Mahomes ran like 400 yards before yeah. he threw the ball or got sacked in the Super Bowl. Did any of you guys see that? I, I, heard, I heard it was like five. I heard about that yeah, Five eleven. Yeah, it was. It was some like extremely large number, and like a quarterback should not have to be scrambling around that much in the backfield trying to get time to throw the ball. Yeah, especially I, every game of every season. That's that's awful. Yeah, and that's like a just, lot of, that's just not looking out for the physical like health not, of your quarterback not looking out for your franchise quarterback who's now 32 and you know quarterbacks can play until they're into their 40s like tom brady has but tom brady's had pretty good yeah. protection up to this point in his career that's a lot he's been extremely that. lucky extremely lucky with his protection that he's gotten so so i mean I don't know. I'd, I'd be curious to see where the quarterback carousel works and how that goes. And I think after one week, when we come back to this, I think we're going to have a lot more to talk about too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess looking forward, teams teams that need help or teams that are looking to get help, I, I think would include the Bills, the Browns, the Packers, all on defense, looking at maybe getting J.J. Watt. Where do you think he goes? Didn't the Browns Ooh. have like a run this season? Like, didn't they have some yeah. – Kind of like they made it to the playoffs or something. Yeah, yeah they, they, did. Did. they, they yeah, made it to the Browns and won. Wait, is Odell still on the Browns? <laughs> yeah, bro, Jaden. Oh <laughs> I haven't heard that name in so long. I just gotta. Jaden Browns. Browns were a few plays away from beating the Chiefs this year. I they think... were. Now that would have been a breakthrough. <laughs> I've, I've kind of created a four-team shortlist where I would I would personally really like to see JJ Watt go, where I think you'd have the best chance of winning a, a Super Bowl this year. Obviously, Tampa Bay has to be on that list. Tampa, yeah, Bay Tampa, to be on Tampa list. Bay's first team on that list. He would be a great fit for Tampa because they have a lot of older guys that they could rotate in and out. And I mean, they're coming off the Super Bowl. They have a pretty decent amount of cap size. They still have to assign some players, but I think just plug in JJ Watt into that lineup, and if you can somehow still get a player like Shaq Barrett to return, that team went from scarily good to an insanely good defense. With some older guys like adding JJ Watt, you have JJ Watt, JPP, Adamic and Sue. Oh my if god! If he returns, yeah. that, that and then on the younger end, so dominant. You'd have like Vita think, Vea, who's one of the best nose tackles in the league, and then uh, Shaq Barrett, who is coming off an amazing year this year. On the other side of the NFL, I think Pittsburgh might be Pittsburgh might be a good fit for him. I mean, he's got his brother TJ in Pittsburgh. Can you imagine the two Eric Watt too. brothers on the same defense, dude? That would be that would be dominant because TJ Watt is already dominant as it is. We know how dominant JJ Watt is. Like those two together could be an insane duo. Not to mention that Pittsburgh's defense is already pretty good. I mean, okay. if you want to if you want to talk dominance, JJ Watt going to the Rams. 
you know, Aaron Aaron hey, Donald. Get out of here had, with the Rams. Aaron Donald had about a 70% double team percentage last season, and he was still second in sacks. I think I think TJ Watt, who was first, was at about 14%. So you're looking at more than a 50% difference in double team percentage. And if you put JJ Watt on that defensive line with adding Matthew Stafford this year, that that team is a top five offense potential and a top five defensive potential. So if you, uh, so I'm I'm just taking a peek at the Buccaneers' defensive roster right now. That with with a base three four defense, I mean you you look at the Dominican Sue. J JPP and then you got JJ Watt out there and then with with yeah. your linebacker trio of Devin White, Levante David, Shaquille Barrett, with a young with a really really young but very dominant secondary with Anton Winfield leading that, I mean, you're looking at arguably yeah. the best defense maybe in Super Bowl era. Don't know if I'd go that far, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know if I'd go that far either. Pre- but, pre- you know. Pretty good defense. A top, a top three defense easily with or without J.J. Watt. You know, they yeah. not not yeah. in the season necessarily, but when they got into the playoffs, they really showed it and they really turned it on. And I think they can carry, they carry that momentum into into um, the uh, next season. Yeah. I think, I think just, just showing what they did against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, no one was able to hold the Chiefs offense to that little success in a single game and the fact that they were able to do it in the Super Bowl in the Super Bowl under all of the pressure like I don't know like the the Chiefs high high flying offense being limited to was it nine points Mm -hmm. yeah that's unheard of yeah I don't know. I'm I'm like I'm just looking at Tampa Bay's roster just in general and like so much star power there. Like, like it's Sean Murphy, like their secondary is pretty decent. Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy Bunting, Antoine Winfield Jr. Yeah. <clears throat> good linebacking core. Yeah, line linebackers are so good. Yeah. If you look at the, I mean, like everyone knows their <clears throat> offense is dominant, but you look at like huge names you got tom brady leonard Fournette, ronald jones lashawn like an older lashawn mccoy wrong mike evans scotty miller who stepped up yeah chris godwin tyler johnson from from minnesota too yeah they've got they've got so many weapons and if you really want to talk about what brought them all there i think it's pretty obvious that tom brady brought most of those guys there, if they weren't already there, I mean, they also got Bruce, Bruce Arians in the Super Bowl, though. Bruce Arians, who was one of the most respected coaches in the NFL, too. So you're getting a exactly. chance to play against or play with the greatest quarterback of all time, and then one of the most of respected the quarterback coaches. Yeah. And besides yeah. all the star power, they had like some star uh, rookie power too, like with Anton Winfield. I mean, nonetheless, coming from Minnesota and. Well, that was actually it. Nah, that's all I knew. I like that though. Tyler Johnson also. And Tyler Johnson too. Also, Tyler Minnesota Johnson guy. had a had a decent first first season in the NFL. Like yeah, he didn't, he didn't get a lot of playing time for sure. Scotty Miller blew up this year and had a pretty good year as the third wide receiver down in Tampa. 
I mean, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay's got they got Gronk, OJ Howard, and Cameron Braid. So like those all three of those are starting tight ends, and they got three of them on their team. It's no surprise that Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette kind of stepped up a little bit as they uh as that run game kind of solidified. Yeah, a, a very well balanced team with if you can if you can get everybody to return in an ideal world, you'd be having Nanami Kinsu, Vita Vea, and JJ Watt at the D line with people like Steve McClendon and William Golston, uh, Khalil Davis being able to rotate in, and then having rushing with or having your outside linebackers rushing, you have Shaquille Barrett and JPP. With Devin White and Levante David holding it down in the middle, that's a scarily good front seven. That that defense is incredibly dominant. Yeah, that defense is going to be crazy with or without JJ Watt. I guess I would bring up the question: Does he go join his brother in Pittsburgh? That'd be scary. Uh, I don't. I think the Steelers and the Rams, uh, Steelers, Rams, and Packers out of all the teams that have been linked to J.J. Watt, have the worst cap situations around getting him. Mm-hmm. And J.J. Watt's going to want to get paid. But more importantly, yeah. I think he <clears throat> he wants that championship, and that's why I think yeah. Tampa Bay uh, or Cleveland might be one of the better spots for him. I think I think another good spot yeah. for him would be Miami. Cause they, they showed quite a bit of promise this year. And it seems like a lot of the players are seeming to buy in. And it's, oh. it's a very young team, with the exception of, I think, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Kyle Van Noy. I believe everybody else is under the age of 28. I think I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to play much more with Tua. Yeah, unfortunately. I think Tua, Tua really emerged this year as one of their – as their starter, I think. Yeah, yeah so – I liked watching Fitzmagic do his thing. Like, I, I enjoyed watching him. He was doing really, really well. To a to a like, and he like supported even when he wasn't hadn't didn't have the starting spot he like supported yeah. uh, to a to mm-hmm. his best and stuff and with no hesitation. He's, a, yeah. he's no doubt a team guy. He's a G. Oh, without a doubt. I think, but I think Miami could be a, a great place for JJ Watt. They have a lot of cap space too, so they could get in more pieces on the offensive defense mm-hmm. and give give that defense. Another, like Kyle Van always a great veteran to learn from, but give them a JJ Watt to learn from too. I mean, geez, that, that defense would be scary. Howard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. means means Xavier Howard. Xavier, Xavier Howard. Yeah, sorry, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Jordan Howard's a running back. My bad. Yeah, yeah. kind of missed the ball on that one. That's okay though. Missed, dropped the ball on that one. Left field. Yeah. Oh. I think my guy was in my field. Does anybody else have? I mean, I've heard a lot about the Packers, but I don't. I don't really see him going to Green Bay. Yeah, I. I. I really hope he doesn't go to the Green Bay. Green Bay Packers, obviously, because then he'd be in the NFC North, and we don't like that. Especially Um, slightly dominate the Vikings offensive line. That'd be tough to see another pass rusher come (laughs) kill Kirk in the pocket. (laughs) Yeah, Kirk Kirk out of there quicker. Kirk needs as much help as he can get, and with JJ Watt coming at him, I don't think would be very safe. That would be the Russell Wilson situation. Never done with the Packers. Would not be good at all. No. Uh, are we seeing thinking... as to how 
we talked about Tampa Bay so much. Um, brings up the question, who who are you guys' top five greatest athletes of all time? Obviously, Tom Brady is on Tampa that, Bay at all. Um, oh, Tampa yeah, Bay, so. The top do we, do at, of wanna, all time, any sport, just. Do we want to start from the bottom of our list? I mean, if we want to start from the bottom, uh, no one's going to uh, be very happy with mine. I've got, I think, I've got an honorable mention. You guys have honorable mentions. I, have honorable I, mention. I don't have any honorable mentions, but I, I could probably think of some off the top. I, of my head. I, I got it on for you. My honorable honorable mentions probably on Jacob's list, or it's the same one as him. But I'm just assuming because it happens to be uh, his favorite sport. Yeah. Okay, so I can start. I guess um, right. you wouldn't believe it, but at the bottom of my list, I have LeBron James or Tom Brady. It's more interchangeable. Um, they just are both down there at the moment. Tom Brady's number five, which is kind of unbelievable, but he it's still the top five in the ever for me. And are we all, wait, wait, are we all going to share our top five? Yeah. Yeah. And, I think we go, I think we should our... go share your honorable mentions first. Okay. Yeah. Then we can go put like number by number down. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So honorable good. mentions Tiger. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I figured your honorable mention should be Tiger. Uh, my honorable mention is Tom Brady. My honorable mention is Wayne Gretzky. For for honorable mentions, I put uh, Michael Phelps and Serena Williams. Yes, I, Serena Williams could also be an honorable mention for me. Yeah, um, I've seen recently she has had some insane matches, and she's still as athletic as she was at the beginning. It's quite incredible. I guess yeah. Jane, you you've already said you're number five. Brady or LeBron? Yep. Uh, my number five. My number five. Tiger. Pray for Tiger. Prayers up. True King. Um, I got. I got Tom yeah. Brady sitting at number five. I got. Me too. Me too. That's mine. I, for my number five, I got Wayne Gretzky. Okay. I just. I just think he's like out of out of every sport that I kind of came to mind and thought about. He is the only one who was unanimously the goat in his sport. So for me, he just kind of has to make the top five for that. Mm-hmm. Plus, his daughter's hot and she's in our grade. So I mean, that's a good <laughs> his daughter's not in our grade. His daughter is dating Dustin Johnson. No, Maybe yeah, the, youngest, the youngest one. The youngest one. <laughs> Oh my God! She is indeed a senior, boys. It's our time to step Dude. up. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> in her school. In her... So I'm, I'm guessing Gretzky's number one for Blake. You guys, you guys could also <laughs> look up Paulina honorable mention. You could also look up Paulina Gretzky if you wanted to see another Gretzky chick that is. Uh, Jesus, you know, guaranteed smoke. I mean, I'm doing this. I'm already doing this, but (laughs) (laughs) Emma and Paulina Gretzky are by far probably the most beautiful women I've seen in a long time. Uh, uh, Jaden, I'm assuming your number four is LeBron, whichever one. Yeah, 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 is LeBron. Uh, my number four, I think, is a guy that gets extremely overlooked in the GOAT conversation, Usain Bolt. I, man, I, was, I was thinking. He was alive. my honorable He's mention. He's just the fastest yeah, I, man I, alive. I did see that. I, I saw him. I was considering, like, I was like, well, is he really all-run athletic? Yes, he is. But is he, like, an NFL athlete or, like, an NBA athlete where you yeah. need to have multiple skills? No. Yeah. He 
is really fast athlete. What was he? He was one of the only people, fast person ever. He's only one of two people to ever win the 100 meter and 200 meter races in the same Olympics. I think. And Usain Bolt did it three different times. He did three different Olympics. And I thought about the Olympics are held every year. No, I thought about Usain Bolt, but I kind of just came to the same conclusion as Jaden is. He is very fast. On like he is the fastest person in the world. But if you look at all the other people in my top five, I think they are just more skilled in more departments. And for me, that kind of pushed him out of my my top five. But Usain Bolt wasn't. He didn't play football. He sprinted. He was a sprinter. Yeah. He was dominant yeah. in his sport. Yeah, that's I think, true. I think what that's, that's what makes a goat. I I, yeah. I agree with Alan though. I I understand what you're saying. Like he. Although yes, he was incredibly fast. Like, like my number four is Deion Sanders. I mean, dominant in football and baseball. So, oh, yo, what? <laughs> number four goat <laughs> Deion Sanders. Just oh my no. god! Hey, I saw that. I was really considered. He is really fast. He's like, really, so he had everything on, like, his, on his side. But I love you. I love, like, I love you, dog. <laughs> I don't know if I can agree with that one. Okay, okay. consider okay. this man's can been playing too much Madden. His... He's been playing way too much Madden. I, it's just yeah. No, can we now look at his coaching resume: fifty-three to zero, first game as a head coach ever. Besides the fact that he lost. All okay, the... okay, what? How does that? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking. Good my, coach, yeah. his... my my idea behind it was overall as an athlete, Deion Sanders was dominant in two major sports. Yeah, oh, he was very I, dominant. I, yes. I wouldn't say dominant. I'd say he was a good no. baseball player. He was I would not say dominant. He made in it to football, the he MLB. He did not dominate in the MLB. Yeah, he, he was a solid MLB player. He I'm looking at seventh and eighth in his career for most of the time. If you if you look at the most recent players who who are trying to reach that feat, who are trying to get like both professional in football and baseball. Tim Tebow fell short. Like, he wasn't there. He also – I would never consider him for greatest athlete of all time. Michael Jordan fell short with the baseball, but not at all in football. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I agree. I, I was looking at overall, like, yeah. athletic ability. If you're, able, if you're able to be that good that you can play professional in two professional sports, like, that that's a great athlete to me. So then, yeah, that's why Bo Jackson – Where's Bo Jackson on your Jackson, Jackson, number three. I see. I see what Blake's definitely saying. I, I see what you're saying too. Players like Dion and Bo, but for me, I don't think either of them. Bo, because of he wasn't he he wasn't he didn't have the longevity in either of his careers to really be considered I, I agree, great. Yeah. And then Dion just, I mean, he was a phenomenal football player, Hall of Famer, baseball player. He's okay. And I mean, I know it takes a lot of more ability to be just a professional in two sports but if you look at somebody like say like a Lawrence Taylor for example so unbelievably dominant in one sport it it does it makes up for the fact that he only played one sport yeah and I guess when I'm thinking of my goat I'm thinking of how dominant were they in their sport not like how athletic they were or like how would they do if they were just thrown into playing a different sport? Like that's why Usain Bolt's my number four because he dominated the track game. Like 
he he's there's no other words for it. He dominated. Like Deion Sanders, he was pretty dominant in football. I think I think the the best part of his game was uh, defense and return, obviously. But like Talking, yeah. he wasn't extremely dominant. Like I would say Devin Hester's uh, way more dominant of a returner than Deion Sanders. Um, Cordero Patterson might even be more dominant of a returner than Deion Sanders. Dude, Cordero Patterson is a I guess that, good that would, returner. That would lead to the question: what What is the definition of a goat in our mind? My yeah, My I definition think... of goat and what I based my list off of is who is who is like the most physically dominant, like, like where you guys were looking at best in sport. I was looking at like overall physical performance and like ability to transition that to like any aspect of life. See, I think, well, you you were looking like physical athleticism. I was looking for greatness in sport. Yeah. I was looking like, at greatness in sport. How well did they dominate their, not necessarily how athletic they are, but, how yeah how much they dominated in their sport mm -hmm. i would be pressed to I say think. park williams then what kind of <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs> what, are what, about, what, are what are you talking about Brett? <laughs> all right all right i think i think this is great because moving on from blank's blake's controversial number four we move on to i think my number four that's gonna be even more controversial michael jordan at number four yeah. Number one. I, I think Michael Jordan. I think. I think Michael Jordan can go anywhere in the top five, depending on where. What you do. Yeah, I mean, I could say Michael Jordan anywhere. I could see Michael Jordan anywhere in the yeah. top five. I don't think and he's a definite just, number one. My my reasons. I think I'll explain more of my reasons for Jordan when I get to my number three. But I I think Michael Jordan is a top two basketball player of all time. Without a doubt, mm -hmm. I think Jordan and LeBron are clear of pretty much any other player. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'll explain more to my Jordan when I get to my number three. Okay. Jaden, who you got? Uh, Jaden, your number three? Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, respectable. I mean, I, yeah, I think Wayne time. Gretzky could Great go anywhere in the bottom half of the list. I. I also got player of all time, so I can't really sell him short. I've also got Wayne Gretzky as number three on my list. I think he just he dominated hockey, and you can't put him. You can't not put him in your top five. I don't think like he dominated. I mean, you you can you don't have to put him in your top five, but he's got to be close to top top he, five. He's like the only unanimous goat. Yeah. For he, there's no one in hockey that that came close to being as good as Wayne Gretzky. I mean, Alec, I mean Alex Ovechkin is nickname there, but he's not even he's not close. No, yeah, I'd no. say he's probably Wayne, second closest. Yeah, and since Wayne we're talking about Wayne Gretzky, I have, I have a slight subtle point. Um, Pauline Gretzky did she did star in Grown Ups too? <laughs> and you think that's a beautiful point right there? Um, so yeah. Wayne Gretzky's nickname is literally the great one. Yeah, like, yeah he's the greatest of all time. That nickname. Yeah, he's it, like, I don't know. That nickname is okay. just pimp. All right, Blake, your number three? I, again, with the most, most athletic, athleticism, oh, Bo, Bo Jackson. He said Bo Jackson. I think number two. That's number two for me. I think we've already talked about Bo. I, for me, uh, personally, he just doesn't have the longevity to make it. Yeah, no. 
three years in the NFL, like I think five in the MLB, which I mean, eight year professional career is good, but for dominance, no, no. Um, your number three, my, my number three, uh, LeBron. Pretty controversial, but I, I think LeBron James is is a greater basketball player than Michael Jordan. Uh, I got I kind of mm-hmm. got some things to back this up with. Michael Jordan okay. won on one team with one system. That's true. LeBron has had success every everywhere he has gone in multiple different systems, and I I think a lot of people get too caught up on the fact that Jordan has won six rings, but Jordan has also missed the playoffs. Uh, quite a few more times than LeBron has, and LeBron has made the finals more. And that that brings begs the question: Is winning is going undefeated when you go make it to a championship, but missing the championship quite a bit better than losing quite a bit in the championship, but making it to the championship a lot? And for me, making I look at a lot is really important, but winning for it me, is also important. I, I look at LeBron carrying like. Uh, that that Cavs team that they played against the Spurs in the finals, carrying that god-awful team to the finals. And then also when he carried the 2018 Cavs to the finals, that also god-awful team. I, I look at that individual accomplishment of carrying compared to Jordan, who, who never really had a bad team at any point in his career. I, I would agree. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I want to see what LeBron does in the last few years of his career, what he does for his legacy before I like throw him into a spot, you know? Yeah. I think cause he's, he's definitely up there in the top five goats, but I want to see what he does for his legacy in the next few years as he like closes out his career. Because that might be the defining factor as to whether Michael Jordan or LeBron James is the GOAT. I think, I think like, the thing that really kind of broke the tie for me is when you hear people talk about Michael, they say he's, like, the greatest scorer of all time. But mm-hmm. LeBron is, like, when it comes to basketball ability, he's just the, the best all-around player of all time. Mm-hmm. He can do everything at an above-average level in the NBA. Who's that? Who's that bring up for number two for you guys then? Jaden's good. Jaden's got oh, Bo. Jaden's got Bo Jackson as his number two. Jaden, what are you doing uh, down there? You. I, uh, I got Michael Phelps. Yeah, solid. I Michael don't, Phelps. I really disagree. With 28, 28 Olympic medals. Um, or no. Uh, here, what is it? Where is it? Most gold medals, 23. Actually, this article's old, so it might be more than that now. But uh, most gold medals, most world records, 39 world records. He's got almost 40 world records. Most individual world records, 29. Most gold medals, one in a single Olympics, eight. That's That's crazy. He's he's all, once once again a definite goat in swimming. Yeah. Oh yeah, like that's that's my number two, Michael Phelps. I I, I, I yeah, think I have I have no arguments against that. I mean, like Same. 
like even even just in like pure athletic ability like although he may not have been cross sport like swimming is not easy to do and the fact no. that like you're an olympic athlete being that dominant against people who have trained literally their entire lives to get to that point and you just go yeah. just to go beat them every single time and get first is that's incredibly dominant exactly yeah, I think you're so fucking consistent too i think i think i just had a hard time placing uh michael phelps into my top five but i i don't disagree with you putting that number two at all because uh yeah he is undeniably great yeah you can't tell me that michael phelps isn't great like no no blake your number two my number two is mj i got i think uh, although, like, I didn't have LeBron in my top five, obviously. You got Michael Jackson? You got Michael Jackson as your number two? He is a goat. But... <laughs> yeah, he's the goat. <laughs> no, no, he's got Zendaya. He's got Zendaya in his top two. Is Zendaya <laughs> number one? <laughs> oh, yo, yo, yo. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't have LeBron in my top five or even my honorable mention. I think he definitely deserves a spot there. And, like, I was looking at – like athleticism wise, like I looked at the longevity of MJ's career. I mean, dude retired twice and came back <laughs> and then continued to be dominant against all these younger players who, who definitely deserve to, who, who deserve to like not get beat up by a 45 year old. But I don't know. I think, I just think, I just think watching him retire and then his love of the game and come back and still play at a high level. I think, I think that's very, very impressive. That's why I have him at number two. Uh, speaking of really old men playing a sport, Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady is my number two. I think for for a lot of the reasons with LeBron, similar reasons. I just think Tom Brady is greater because Tom Tom Brady has he, what he's made the Super Bowl ten out of the twenty years he's been in the NFL. That is and insane. The longevity that he's had as a quarterback, and and, and like I think I think. Tom Brady's 10 Super Bowl visits are more impressive to me. It's like, it's, it's a team award, but when you do a team accomplishment, when you yourself are being compared to other like franchises on how many rings you have won and you are coming mm-hmm. out on top of that list. He's got, he's got more than any franchise. has. Yeah. He, he's won more rings than any franchise. He is to me for somebody to be that dominant for that long. And then, after getting called a system quarterback and getting called wash, go, go leave and then go and play in a system where he's throwing more deep balls than any time he has in his ever ever in his career, and to win the Super Bowl again, he's yeah. just he just has to be my number two. Um, yeah, yeah, I I completely understand. There's no that. doubt. Yeah, there's no doubt he's he's on this list. Yeah, All right. I think I think I think we're all gonna have a. I think we're all going to have the same number one, I feel. Jaden doesn't. Uh, my number Jayden one has doesn't? already been said by some of you. Uh, oh. Jaden, what's your number one? Well, technically mine was uh, Michael Jordan, but based on some arguments that Alan made about LeBron being better, I've kind of considered, like, yeah, he's up in the top five, um, but I think we are kind of skipping over soccer. Um, oh, yeah. I, I think I, I see. I, like, I, I was going to – I messed my order. I'm 100 sure about that, but I think he should be up there. But I think Michael Jordan's probably the goat. Would you say Jordan? Would you say he, he said Michael Jordan? He. I was. No. I was. I almost brought in Messi. 
but I oh, didn't. Messi. I didn't think any. You guys don't. None of you guys watch soccer besides me. So I was gonna. Add I would watch a ton of soccer. I, I used to watch preaching it. to the choir there. Messi or, <laughs> or Pele. Um, yeah, I think, I think if you guys started watching soccer more, we could have a because soccer itself, just because of how big of a sport it is, there there's where the goat conversation for like basketball is like, like at most like five players for soccer, it's like twenty. Yeah, it's because it's I just think, so large. I think so that's a conversation for another time. Yeah, um, my number one, Michael Jordan. Um. I think he just, uh, I don't know. Allen kind of refuted his greatness, but I don't think you can. I don't I think I you can. You can't really beat there. Well, you you argued just, against him being yeah. better than. The, so bro. like, I, I I don't know. I think Michael Jordan just had that longevity of the career. He six rings. It, I don't know. I think Michael Jordan is. Extremely good. Um, bounce back like two, three did with four, five. Like, come on now. Quoting Big Sean. No one, like, no one knows that song. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, I, right. I, like like, I agree with the goat though. That Michael Jordan, hands down, it has to be the goat because he just. I don't. I don't. I. I think. I think that's people like buying into the brand of. Like, none of us have watched Michael Jordan. We're just listening off of what older people have said and this is true it's like an era thing yeah uh, i think people put too much emphasis on like making it to the championship and then winning the championship like a lot of people see losing in the first round legacy wise is better than losing in a championship and to me that makes no sense and that's why i kind of like I think the biggest knock that a lot of media people have on LeBron is his finals record. But if you're going to look at LeBron's finals record, you should look at Jordan's first round record or not even making the playoffs record. True. Which is like, I, I definitely agree. Jordan, Jordan and LeBron are so close to me that I put LeBron at the three and Jordan at the four and all athletes on my greatest of all, all athletes list. I just, I just prefer yeah. LeBron. Yeah. My, my, uh, number, Blake, number, my one. number one, kind of going with the theme of, like, most athletic, just absolutely dominant, like, athleticism-wise, Muhammad Ali, number one. I considered adding him to mm-hmm. my life, but when I, I had I, him. I had him on my list. I, 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 and then I'm I gonna, contemplated. I'm going to agree with Blake on this one. I don't see how Muhammad Ali doesn't make your list. I would say, Muhammad like, Ali is my number one, too. Like, just looking at the dude's just, like, overall, like, career, performance, everything, Muhammad Ali beyond dominance in every aspect of his life. If Muhammad Ali Ali is on your list, where's Floyd Mayweather on your list? I I didn't. See, I think – I think – That's true. When you're talking Floyd Mayweather – his, he might statist- his record is on is better than Muhammad Ali's, but Muhammad Ali boxed in the golden era of boxing against some of the think, greatest boxers of all time. I think Muhammad Ali, I don't think there was the technicality that, that, that they have today in boxing back then. 
Because in every like, sport, yeah. they like, advance was, and become harder. Yeah. And so many people are, I mean, there's a lot more training that goes into it today. And like, yeah, there's no doubt that Muhammad Ali was great. But I think if you're talking Muhammad Ali, I think Floyd Mayweather also needs to get brought into the conversation. I think, I think if you're going to work off that logic of like past ability in the league needs to be updated directly in the NBA, the nineties NBA is like, even just like conditionally speaking is miles behind the modern NBA. But yeah, I think, I think all it takes to know Muhammad Ali's greatness is just to watch a clip of Muhammad Ali boxing and like, uh, I think the clip of him, like when he's up, up up against the ropes and he's dodging literally every single punch that is being thrown mm-hmm. at him. Yeah, I I don't know if Floyd Mayweather has, to Blake's note, why he chose Muhammad Ali as first. The athleticism do that. I don't think many athletes on this planet have the body control and agility to be able to pull that off. Yeah, and and the fact I mean, that he did all of that seventy years ago, just yeah. like. And, mm-hmm. and don't yeah. even forget, he was banned from boxing during the middle of his peak. Yeah, yeah. Because he refused to serve during the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. if He definitely, so, like, he definitely, I definitely thought about putting him in. He, was, he did crack my list until I remembered about Usain Bolt. And then, I don't know. Because hey, I could, I was going to say, his... what? No, Usain I was going to say Usain Bolt. Because I had Tiger Woods and Muhammad Ali interchangeable at 4-5. And then um, I remember Usain Bolt. And so um, I kind of pushed, I mean, I guess Muhammad Ali could be interchangeable with Tiger at 5. But I don't know. I think I just think that if you're talking Muhammad Ali, you got to talk Floyd Mayweather too. That's my. um, What about Logan Paul? Shut the fuck up, (laughs) (laughs) dude. I think I I actually think the Paul brothers can be can be decent fighters. Decent boxers, I'd say. Actually, Logan Paul was like an all-state wrestler in high school. Yeah, yeah, he was an amazing wrestler in high school. Okay, so if if Wrestler. if we were to make our list out of everything we just discussed, who who do you think we would put in number one? Tom Brady was mentioned by all of us. MJ was mentioned by all of us. Not Tom Brady. MJ. No, Tom Brady's I not think, my number one. If we're talking about aggregate position, I think uh, MJ has to go number one. I, I would put MJ at number one. Okay, we got MJ at number one. How about number two? Wayne Gretzky was mentioned by yep, most, if not all of us. Yeah, Gretzky was my honorable mention. Yeah, I had him at five. You two had them at three and two, right? I yep. had him at three. Right. Maybe he's a three then, because we have. I, I, I would maybe put. I'd be pressed to put Gretzky at three. Who would be two then? I would not. Muhammad Ali at two. Yeah, I think we could put Ali at two. We can all agree that he's one. Gretzky at three. Yep. yep. Yo, Brady at four. four. I would put Tom Brady there. I, I would put Tom Brady at five. Well, well, we all had Brady on our list. I had Brady was my honorable mention. I had him at four or five, so 
Like, where do you Brady have Brady was my honorable Brady, mention. Brady was my five. Yeah, he was my five, too, because technically right. he was below. Then who are we putting at the four? Definitely not Bo, because he, you know, he didn't have a long, um, long career. Can um, we put LeBron at the four? Yep, I think LeBron. I would be fine putting LeBron at the four. And then uh, Tom at the five, then? Yeah. And then, and then with honorable mention, who are we thinking? Maybe Phelps? Phelps. Tiger. Yeah, oh. Phelps. Phelps or Tiger. Bolt. Phelps, Tiger, or Bolt. Phelps, Phelps Woods, Tiger, Bolt. Bolt. You could have so many honorable mentions, though. Like, yeah, it's crazy. All right, so, so I mean, talking, talking uh, goats, I've got, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've Arvin Williams also goes the top five reading backward reads MJ at the one, Ollie at the two, Gretzky at the three, LeBron fourth, Brady fifth, with honorable mentions to Phelps, Tiger, and Usain Bolt. Was I think, uh, I think, I think that's I've a got, wrap. And no, no, I got, I got, I got this one thing in the middle of my research or during my research, I came across this Bleacher Report article titled "The Best Ever: The Greatest Fifty Male Athletes of All Time." Guess who does not crack the list? Williams. Or no, it's Tom Brady. <laughs> no shit, Jaden. It's Gretzky because it's Bleacher Report. No, Tom Brady does not crack that list. That's kind of incredible because he. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait, when was this made? Oh, it might, been, it might it might be an old article. Oh, it's 2010. Okay. Okay. Uh, small okay. brain. LeBron moment. was already on that list then at 2010. Yeah, LeBron is still on the list though. I don't. I'm looking at this list. I don't really. They uh and. Yeah, LeBron. They've got LeBron at 41, but do not mention Tom Brady at all. Who is number one on that list? Probably Jordan. Uh, it's a Bleacher Report. So it's going to yeah, be a basketball player. Jordan one. was number one. They have Hank Aaron, number two. Hmm. Yeah, that's no one had a baseball player on their list. That's interesting. I mean, um, you guys had – or Blake had Bo and Dion, who both, yeah, like, wasn't there – wasn't their first sport but it was one of their sports i mean i feel like we may have missed the ball on ruth although he played quite a long time ago uh, just i don't i don't think babe ruth is i don't think babe ruth it gets a mention in the goat conversation if we, if we were to go with a more modern player what about like pujos um that, mm. definitely not i no. but i don't i don't even uh, think babe ruth is my baseball guy trout. no trout yeah trout maybe no yeah, if Trout. You're if you're talking modern, modern players, players I think Trout. Or yeah. uh, I think I think if we're talking upcoming players, I would I would be hard pressed to not put Tatis at number one. I mean, do it. I think it's so dominant. I think if we're gonna talk, in my opinion, greatest baseball player of all time is gonna be Hank Aaron. Yeah. Harmon Killebrew. Hank Aaron was really good. I think the thing is about Babe Ruth, he was. An amazing, he was an amazing baseball player. I, he, he didn't play against black players. Yeah. Like, and I mean, that's like, can't. like, and like black players are just as um, 
dominant in baseball, if not more dominant than, than white players. So like, I was going to say, let's you not know, get like, canceled on the first episode here. Was, you really no, you, not a diverse like, league when Babe Ruth played at all. Like, I mean, you can't, you think about some of the greatest oh, Derek Jeter time, guys. Like Satchel Page. What about Derek Jeter? I think we're not really considering him. True. Derek yeah. Jeter Derek Jeter is a good player. We ta- if we're talking top 10 hottest wives, I think Derek Jeter is up there. Of course. Blake's going to bring up girls with, into uh, everything. Yeah, of course. Maybe we go with uh, – Justin Verlander too, Kate Upton, not a bad choice. A Rod, I mean, if we're just throwing A-Rod, it yeah, if, if you're talking about <laughs> wives, A Rod. Talking about yeah, if we're talking about wives and girl wives and her girlfriends. We gotta bring up A Rod. Willie yeah. Mays is another mention that we could consider. Yeah, so yeah. I think okay. I, I think baseball. I think to Blake's or to Jacob's point, I don't think you can be the goat if you played before integration in any sport because you're yeah. playing against. In the NFL, that would be like playing or not playing with a majority of the play, like the players that are currently in the league. Yeah, exactly. And same like with, that, same that, that one is just you're not even playing against you're not even playing close to any of the better competition in your sport. Yeah. If you purely look at the grades list, like one like one half of them is diverse players. It's like Dominican or other like. Could we do that? Could we say that with hockey too? Then I don't. I don't know. Oh, no, hockey's different. I, I don't. I don't hockey's think that hockey is a lot different. Baseball took Jackie Robinson to really make a change, and like hockey really didn't have that integration moment. I don't know. Well, I mean, there are players. Look at I mean. where hockey is popular, which is in which is in the northern states in Canada. And then on top of that, it's more likely going to be popular in the suburbs instead of the inner cities, where basketball is going to be more popular. I mean, yeah. the, I mean, the Lightning won the Cup last year, so. Well, yeah, it's cause... yeah, but it's also, uh, like, they had a good team, like, and it's a yeah. pro team, so it's not, it's not like, you're talking like, their high school team won nationals. Yeah. Like, if you had a national hockey tournament, like, their a team from Florida is not going to win the national high school mm-hmm. hockey tournament. Yeah, no, I mean... and if you just look at. I saw the NHL put on Instagram a few days ago where all the players from the season are from. And they they're all mostly Canada, then the US, and then all northern European countries, which are very white. Yeah, it 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 makes sense. Yeah, it's not we're talking goats. I think we need to throw Ratzloff in that conversation as well. Roll badge. Roll badge. Roll badge. I... All right, boys. Well, I think that's a wrap. We had a good talk. And then uh, yeah. mm-hmm. moving moving forward, I think next week we got a lot to cover too. We can maybe maybe look at diving deeper into uh, like sports. goat and specific sport. Yeah. Next week yeah. We, can, we can cover yeah. baseball because we had a lot of controversial uh, – opinions with that so i think we could probably focus on top five of baseball uh final note shout out jake ratzloff hometown guy mr minnesota football yes sir Uh, love to see it so coach park williams his entire career let's make sure (laughs) park williams was going to be drafted first terrible injury big shout out to him as well his defensive schemes beyond compare all right Uh, We will see you next week. Yeah.